0: hey everybody and welcome to another episode yay all right y'all so it's crazy story time y'all okay i know y'all been waiting all month with this crazy story and with my technical difficulties you know y'all been having to wait a little bit longer than I anticipated but we are here now with it. and it's a good one right now this one is a little bit different um than than what I normally do because normally it's always 100% based off of of me and my experiences and stuff but this one is a little bit different because the first story I'm going to tell you it's going to be two stories the first story I'm going to tell you is not my own and not my um, personal experience so um, it is somebody's that was told to me a co-worker of mine that told me this story Um, after a while during I, I don't know which one you want to call it but during the second story that I'm going to tell you while it was happening and while I was having to deal with that um the first story was told to me and I was like wow that's crazy and he was like yeah it is and I asked permission of course I asked I say, yo I would love to tell that on my podcast and he was like bet go ahead um so here it is if you don't know by now and this is your you know first time you know trying to figure out what i'm trying to do what i'm talking about we're talking about a crazy story woo, woo. it's crazy story time i know i know how much y'all love them um so because the medical field is full of craziness right it it really is um Now, if this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, My name is TK. I'm a healthcare professional. I've been one since 2016. Um, I've been in different states and in different roles from an EMT and MA and ER tech and mental health tech, and I'm in nursing. One thing that I've always encountered was people asking me questions and wanting to talk about their health anytime they've ever found out what I did for a living right um which inspired me to start a podcast doing just that so this is health talk where you have the health and i have a talk so let's talk about it yeah, yeah all right so first story right we i was at work and this lady comes in and i promise you this is this is the craziness right lady comes in um and in the ER, there are certain rooms. Not every ER is like this, but in my ER, it's like this. There are certain rooms that have pelvic beds in them. Okay, um, and every okay, put it see like this. Every bed can be a pelvic bed with a pillow. Put it see like that. Yeah, just put. We have a wedge or just a regular couple of pillows under the hips. Boom, you got your pelvic bed. But then there's beds that are specifically for a pelvic that the pelvic the bottom part drops out and you can it's a whole lot easier than just a regular bed and it has the stirrups in there and everything like that right so I was lucky enough that day to have a room with I me mean, have a run that had two pelvic beds in it and I was a little ticked off because I was like we're not using I don't want to get two pelvics at the same time like because pelvics tend to be more vaginas are more intrusive and more complicated and more work than I want to have to deal with when it comes to to being in the ER and everything else right and especially since when you have the two pelvic runs and that run had I had a six room run instead of the normal four room run because we were down a nurse right so I was a little ticked because I'm like whatever right so then what is it early morning couple hours into my shift i get a lady that needs a pelvic and i'm upset and then right after hers and hers actually is the second part of the story which is the crazy story um and then the second lady comes in and she's pregnant i'm like i'm not catching any babies today thank you please hold it in okay whatever you got to do but it had nothing to do with that she just was dehydrated and that's just what it was but for a minute there i was like can we put her in labor and delivery because she should not be down here like come on now right so yeah anyways i was talking to one of my coworkers and telling him about the case of the lady that i had in the room um, and I was like, yeah, lady in 15, she's this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and it's crazy, right? Um, and he goes, yo, and th- and this was just at the very beginning of of the development. I hadn't even fully gotten the development of what really happened, right? Um, which I'm going to get into later. So he was like, yo, that reminds me of a story. And I was like, what story? Please do tell, right? So, he proceeds to tell me about a time in his life where he was, um, let me put this delicately, he didn't care um, the woman's status as far as relationships goes. Um, If a woman was single, married, if she had a boyfriend or whatever, if she was with it, he was with it, basically. And that's just, how he was i mean he's different now uh he's a what he said i'm a one woman man now stupid 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 um but yeah so he didn't care so the he he in question was with a young lady um he had been talking to her they had been you know being more friendly than, than 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 friends um for a while and so it was, I think it was like close to, he said it was like Thanksgiving or, I think it was Thanksgiving or something like that. It was around a holiday. I don't exactly remember the holiday. Mind you, this was about nine months ago that this story happened. Nine, ten months ago, like maybe last year sometime, right? whatever, right? Um, so, uh, he was like, it was around some holiday that he, the girl, he was talking to the girl where it was right before the holiday. And he worked at the hospital, not at our hospital that we're at right now. But he was like, he worked at the hospital, whatever. And the hospital he worked at was like down the street from his apartments. And she lived across the street from the hospitals. So it was like, okay, whatever, right? So he was talking to some chick. Chick had a had a um boyfriend. But he says in his defense That the boyfriend was not really a real boyfriend. They weren't really in a real relationship, whatever, what have you not, whatever, right? Still doesn't justify it, right? So, like, the girl was living with the dude or whatever. So, he picked her up. They went back to his house, you know, and they were, you know, talking one thing, Netflixing and chilling it before Netflix and chill was a thing, right? Um, And one thing led to another and boom, they doing perfectly fine, right? He says he didn't notice anything. It was great time, you know, doing what he do, adult activities, right? And when he was done, he goes to pull out and he realized, wait, hold on. I know I put a condom on beforehand, but now I'm coming and there's nothing there. So he's like, what in the world? Like. And he's looking on the bed and, and, you know, she's, you know, looking like, what are you looking for? Like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, my gracious, like, what's going on? And he's like, uh, yeah. So he's like, wait, hold on. He's like trying to stick his finger in there. And the girl's like, wait, aren't you done? Like, dude, I thought we was done. And he's like, yeah, this isn't what you think it is. And he's trying to finger around and feel it. And he can't feel anything. And he's like, oh, I got something to tell you. And she's like what and he's like the condom is inside still inside you she's like well pull it out and he's like no i can't feel it i can't reach it i don't know what happened i don't know what and she's like what are you talking about so like he's like yeah i don't know what's going on all this sort of stuff and so he's steady trying to put his fingers in there trying to grab it nothing can't can't grab it can't do anything can't reach it at all she's trying to like her fingers and grab it can't grab it can't figure out anything it can't do anything so they're sitting there trying to get it out 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 out. and nothing's working and so she's scared he's scared and he's like yo you got to go to the hospital she's like no and like freaking out about going to the hospital he's like it's not a big deal right and she's like no I'm not going to the hospital I can't go to the hospital so she's trying all different types of of avenues of different things to try to get it out you know sitting on the toilet trying to squeeze it out you know all sorts of different stuff that she's doing and nothing's working and trying to put extra things inside of there to try to fish it out and not getting anything out like it's just it's stuck in there and it's in there deep and so he's like yo i'll give you a ride to the hospital like it's not a big deal like you know whatever i just go to the ER so then she lets him know that she can't go to the hospital because her boyfriend the one he's been cheating with her on is works at the hospital so she goes to the hospital checks in and he sees her in the ER and is like What are you in the ER for? She's going to have to lie about it. Or worse, if he goes and he doesn't see her, but then happens to see and figures out somehow in a way that she's in it because she got a condom stuck. Then, wait, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, when did you know you get this condom stuck in you? How? And all types of questions is going to come about of this right so she's like I can't go to the hospital you know he works there he's you know people that work in the ER know that I'm his girlfriend and they know that he's on shift right now so if I come in there and be like hey yeah I'm either gonna have to lie and say this condom's been in me for a couple of days and then so they won't say anything to him but you know if even if they do say something to him he's gonna be like wait we don't use condoms like you know we're in a committed relationship and we don't use them. So why would you have one stuck inside you? You know, and so then that was gonna lead to extra stuff, right? So she's like, I can't go to the hospital, and he's freaking out. Like, wait, your boyfriend works at the hospital. You know, I work at the hospital. Like, what? Who's your boyfriend? And he's now he's asking questions. Now he's like, wait a minute, like you know, hold on, is your, do I work with your boyfriend? Like, is he in my department? Like, who's your boyfriend? She's not trying to tell him. And he's like, wait, hold on. Now he's freaking out. Like, well, wait, so does he know that I'm, you know, and he know, you know, people at the hospital, especially if you work in the same department with somebody, but a lot of people, they get familiarized with whose car is who, you know, especially the smaller hospitals, Um, even larger ones. But, you know, you get familiarized with like, oh that's such and such a scar that's such a a scar you know and has he seen my car at your house before or has he seen me picking you know like and so all these thoughts are running through his head like you know wait a minute what's going on with this this and this and all this other stuff or whatever right and so now he's freaking out because he's like well if i drop you off what if he sees you i'm dropping you off or whatever right so like She's like, okay, well, I don't know how I'm going to get it off. So, they're trying to get more and more, trying to get it out more and more. It's not working. It's in there. It's stuck. So, he's like, oh, I have to. I have to take you to the hospital. Like, there's nothing I can do about this. Like, right? So, they end up, girl ends up just going to the hospital and checking in. And, like, he drops her off, goes home. He's worried, worried, worried. Like, yo, like trying to figure out who her boyfriend is trying to figure out you know if he's gonna know if he knows trying to worry about like if he found out that she was in there for the stuck condom what have you and so I'm asking him I'm like how did the condom get stuck and he's like well you know she gripped while I was stroking and I held on to the condom I guess and, you know, I didn't feel it, and I kept going in and out and was pushing it deeper, 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 all the way up to her cervix. And he's like, and until I came, I didn't know that it was off. And I was like, you didn't feel the difference? And and the nope, didn't feel nothing. And I was like, okay, whatever, which leads me to pause for a second here so ladies if you're ever with a guy and a guy says yes it does feel different to him but if a guy ever says that you know oh i don't like condoms because i don't like the way they feel or i don't i don't well then i guess you don't like me enough to get this because safe sex is the best sex right come on now all right come on let just 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 don't fall for the foolery just don't fall for the foolery okay and that's another proof because I asked more questions that led into this rabbit hole of, you know, but wait, guys always says, yes, it does feel different and it feels better, of course, whatever. But there's, it's not that much of a difference in order for it to feel a difference. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Now, it's not like, you know, I don't know, like, let's like this, it's basically the store brand version of, of Vaseline cocoa butter Vaseline versus the Vaseline brand cocoa butter Vaseline it's not really that much of a difference they use the same formula okay not really it's a little bit of a difference you might notice a little bit of the difference but it's not really that much of a difference okay In order, enough for you to be like oh no I just can't do that one because nope no it's not so, ladies, don't fall for the okie-doke, okay? Don't let these men out here trap you, ruin your summer, and, and, well, it's fall all time now, but don't let them out here trap you and ruin your body and your summer, especially if you're not ready, because every woman has a choice, and every woman has a voice, okay? And if you don't want that man to be in you without the raincoat, if you don't want him to play in the rain without a raincoat, then tell him it stopped raining and you got to go. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Anyways, I digress. So he was like worried. So then she called him later on and was like, Yeah, they got it out. I'm on my way home, walking across the street right now from the hospital. And he's like, So who's your boyfriend? And she still refused to tell him. And she's like, But he doesn't work in the yard, so you don't have to worry about it. Like, you're good or whatever, right? So apparently, this scared him enough to where he was like, Oh my gracious, like, But what if he knows who I am and all this sort of stuff or whatever? and i was like so it scared you enough that you stopped messing with the girl and he was like oh nah because like the next major holiday she was at my house and spent the whole weekend and i was like what (sighs) okay i said was she broken up with the dude then he was like nah because the dude was mad and was calling her the whole weekend asking her where she was and she kept ignoring him and i was like so you weren't worried you weren't that scared like Come on, like he he was stupid, and foreign and crazy, like whatever. But yeah, that that's just that was that story, and I thought that was funny enough because I was like, wow, she got a condom stuck in her vagina, like cool, that's great. And he was like, yeah, so maybe the lady, which I'm leading into my second story, well maybe that's what the lady has, and she just doesn't know. I'm like, mm, maybe we're gonna dig into that deeper with the doctor, right? So now we're getting to my story, and this is the crazy part, and this is the reason why I had to tell. Well, I didn't have to tell the first part, but I mean I kind of did because it gives you more context to where why my actions led to my actions. But yeah, so like I said, I had a pelvic bed. She came in. Her initial complaint was that she had odor. Vaginal odor and a weird colored discharge, and that happens. Okay, vaginal odor happens. A lot of people got some things going on. And they got some things that they need to get addressed. Vaginal odor happens. Okay, cool. Nothing to be ashamed of, right? Um. So as long as long as you get getting addressed, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Now, if you don't get it addressed and you're just walking around here with, you know. Some, yeah, lunch buckets that are we don't want to deal with it, right? So, uh, I started to say some other stuff. I'm sorry, I had to mute myself. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, that's what you don't want to deal with, right? So, you seeking help, fine, cool, right? So, doctors like, yeah, and then I told you we had another lady next door that was pregnant, so we were focused more on the lady next door that was pregnant because she's pregnant right she's a little bit more precious and she's got two lives instead of one versus you because you have a little bit of a vaginal odor okay cool right so go in there and i'm getting her hooked up i'm starting the iv doing some blood work i'm asking her questions i'm like so how long have you been having this she was like well it's been about a week um that it, she said it's been about a week she was like four or five days that it's been smelling but it's just getting worse um the smell is getting worse she's like it's so bad that like my boyfriend doesn't even want to come over anymore he doesn't want to touch me like you know she was like at first he was like yeah it's a little stinky but now it's like really really bad and you know and she was like i've taken a bath she's like i've showered you know she's like the only time you know it doesn't smell as when I'm in the shower she's like but it it still smells in the shower she's like it just smells all the time and it's really bad and you know I I don't know what to do you know right and she's like and when I wipe you know I notice it's weird colors and all this sort of stuff like that and it just it's not good at all and I'm like okay i can understand i'm like so what were you doing you know you said it's about five seven days ago i said what were you doing about five to seven days ago she was like oh well you know nothing like nothing's different you know just my normal life i'm like okay well five to seven days ago did you have sex and she's like yeah i'm like do y'all use protection she's like yeah of course i'm like okay cool you know I'm like any chance of pregnancy you know any chance of STD she's like no I know she's like I know it's not an STD because I just got tested like two weeks ago and I was perfectly fine um I'm like okay all right cool you know whatever we'll, we'll figure this out or whatever right so that's when I was going to tell my other coworker about that and that's why he led into the well maybe she got a condom in her pussy you know whatever right so I'm like okay well maybe that maybe that's it so I said well she you know she does she did state that they do use protection so I go and tell the doc you know hey maybe this is it this is what it is and he's like all right I'll go in there and check her out and talk to her I'm like okay goes in there while he's in there talking to her I'm not in there okay A lot of the times I'm not in there when the doctor's talking. Sometimes the doctor may come in there faster than than he normally does um, while I'm still hooking up the patient and doing IVs and the doctor come in and talk or whatever. But nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen. The doctor's just in there, right, by himself. So I was in with the patient, dealing with them. Okay, I come out. Doctor's like, hey, yeah, I want to set up a pelvic and look in there and see what's going on. I'm like, I don't want to I, I don't I don't want to I, I don't I don't doc like I just ugh, like I'm like okay I'm like um she does use protection I said do you think it's probably possibility that it might be a condom or something and he was like yeah probably because she's and he was like because I did ask um her if her boyfriend uses condoms they said they do and I asked her if her boyfriend uses the size appropriate condoms and she says no she says his ego won't let him get the size that he's supposed to think. She's like, he thinks he's bigger than what she what he is. And she laughed about it, which I'm like, yeah, that a man's ego, right? A lot of y'all don't need magnums that are buying magnums. I I'm just you know it is what it is, right? A lot of y'all do not need magnums. It's just that hey it is what it is, buy buy, buy what fits you, you know what I'm saying, like, there's no shame in buying something that fits you, you buy shoes that fit you, you buy clothes that fit you, you buy underwear that fit you, why not buy condom that fit you, like, we don't care, we don't care, if we, if we are already at that point, we really don't care, like, come on now, it's just like, um, what's his name, oh, Cat Williams, that was like, there's never been Uh, ever a man that's been like oh you got red nail polish on your fingers and you got plum toenail polish on your toes i'm not gonna have sex with you like no and been done with it no like there's never gonna if a girl is already at the point where she's letting you and willing to accept you into her body she's not gonna be like oh you pulled out a trojan ew no get off of me like no she's already at that point it doesn't make a difference what Kind of condom you pull out, like just buy something that fits you. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay, um, yeah, that's a soapbox that I I stand on because no, it's not a point. Well, anyway, so doctor was like, he wanted to set up a pelvic. I'm like, alright, do you want to, you know, wait till like her blood work comes back and see if she's pregnant, all sort of stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, her blood work comes back. And it shows signs of infection. So I'm like, okay, well, she got an infection. We did run an STD blood panel on her. All of them came back negative. So I'm like, all right, well, cool. She's still negative. She just had an STD test two weeks ago. Cool, you know, whatever, right? So tell the doc, hey, all her blood work comes back. She does have a little minor infection. Um, I don't know what, but everything else is negative he's like all right let me look at him he looking at the results he's like yeah I see that too all right I'm gonna order her some IV antibiotics but let's go in here and do this pelvic so I'm like all right whatever right go in there set up the pelvic so anytime whether you have a male or a female in the room whether they're doing any testing or not which we were actually doing some testing to test in there but um they have to have a chaperone and lucky me, I'm the chaperone. And, it, you know, even if it's a male doctor, you have to have a chaperone. Even if it's a female doctor, you have to have a chaperone. Regardless, if you look at any private parts, you have to have a chaperone. Point make period. Okay? So I have to go in there. Even though I don't want to, I have to go in there. Go in there, set up the pelvic tray, and we have a cart that has, like, all the pelvic stuff that we need because we have a bunch of pelvic... Um, people that come in there all the time. So I set up a system to where we had a cart years ago. So now we have a cart. Um, we have the cart all set up. I'm like, all right, cool. Go in there, set it all up, everything. So tell the girl, hey, scooch down. And so mind you, the whole time that she's been in this room, she's had her underwear on, she's had jeans on. Okay. Now with underwear on and jeans on, and she just been sitting on the bed, I did notice a little bit of an odor coming from her. Okay. Now, when we go to the room, and mind you, I said, Hey, the doctor wants to set up a pelvic. He wants to look down there and see what's going on. I told her, Hey, take off your underwear, take off your jeans, put it in this bag, put on this robe, you know, everything from the waist down and cover up, basically, right? And so when we go back into the room, there was um, quite a difference in the smell in that room I don't know how to properly say how it smelled but there was a difference in the smell in that room um and yeah that there was a difference Um, just to let y'all know a little tidbit about me Um, I had a deviated septum and I had the surgery to fix it and one of the side effects and the problems and likelihood of the deviated septum is that if you um, have a deviated septum you can lose your ability to well, not lose your ability to smell I can still smell it's just I have a, I lose a little bit of the nerve ending. So my sense of smell is a little bit more diminished than it would be if I had my whole full sense of smell. So I, I still smell, but it's not as bad. So if I'm telling you I smell and it's bad, it's bad. Now we do do tricks that... Um, And thankfully since covid these tricks have been a lot more easy you could just spray the front of your mask with like alcohol spray or something like that or like a hand sanitizer spray or take a one of those little alcohol cubes and rub the inside of your mask or rub under your nose and you don't smell anything all you smell is just alcohol and it's it's strong enough that it'll cut down any other smell it doesn't make a difference yeah trust me right people use Vicks or any type of things that are cut down some it's it works right so I already knew that she was going to smell because I had smelled her when she still had jeans on so I had already put the alcohol rub in my mask and I did not tell the doctor so I walk in the room and the doc goes oh wait I forgot something Finish setting up and immediately walks out and closes the door And I knew instantly what he was doing. So I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. So he comes back in the room a second later and he's like, all right, yeah. And he uses Vicks, right? But the thing about the Vicks that he uses is that if you put it under your nose or you put it on the bridge of your nose or too much, it can make your eyes water. (laughs) So I knew he used Vicks and I knew he did it so quickly that he probably messed it up because he came in there and he's like, all right, all right. And he's like rubbing his eye, trying to like, you know, trying to be, not look obvious that he's crying his eyes are watering up but his eyes are watering up so she's like yeah i'm sorry blah blah blah. i know it smells in here my i'm like i don't smell anything and the doctor's like no he's like i he's like i just seen a picture of my baby girl she you know she's going off to college and i'm i'm sorry that's why my eyes are watering i'm just i apologize it has nothing to do with you and so she's like oh okay right mind you the doctor who was talking about his baby girls going off to college has no kids (laughs) so i was just i'm sitting there looking at him i'm like okay doc that was you could have thought of something way different but okay whatever right so she scoots down on the pelvic bed opens her legs and 10 times worse smell worse i i could have sat at a dump and been I, i don't know it was just really strong and then the room door is closed so we're just in this tiny room confined to it right and so i'm like "Whew!" the alcohol pad is keeping a bay but it's not keeping it a bay long enough because it's it, it's smelling right so i'm like okay cool this is this is what i gotta do deal with right so hand him the little speculum that he sticks in there opens it up and he's like oh my gracious and instantly, I'm looking at him. I'm like, did you say, oh, my gracious? So I bend down. I'm I don't bend down and look. Because what's the point, right? Um, I'm, I'm, You've seen one vagina. You've pretty much seen them all, right? But I bend down there and look. And I go, oh, my gracious. And I, I see what you're saying. But I didn't audibly say, oh, well, my gracious. But I'm like, I see what he's saying. And so the girl is like, what? What's going on? And he's like, he's like, you have mold. And she's like, what? And he's like, I, I, I don't know. He's like, I, this looks like mold. And she's like, mold? And he's like, and like tomato? And so he's like, I don't know, right? So get like a bowl and I get like him like some tongs. Like I, I get him some stuff, right? Basically like, right. I get him a bowl and like a, some tweezers and like a spatula. Like it's a bunch of different things that I got him. And he goes in there and he's like scraping it out. And putting it in the thing. And I'm looking, I'm like, is that a tomato? And he's like, Yeah, that looks like a tomato. And I'm like, scrape, he's scraping some more out. And I'm like, that looks like onions and tomato. And she's like, Oh. And I'm like, oh. She's like, I did forget about that. And I was like, what? And so I'm like, you're going to have to fill us in a little bit more. She was like, oh, well, about a week ago, she was making um, tacos for her and her boyfriend. And he thought it would be very nice if they used the guacamole that she had just freshly made in their happy, fun adult time. And so I guess he... I I don't know where he came up with this I guess he wanted to spice it up or whatever right whatever right um so he was trying to do a fancy chips and dip okay (laughs) so they were using it during their happy fun time and she had smeared um it all over her body all you know over her stomach and over her breast and over her lady bits and she's like, yeah, I guess when she had smeared it all over, you know, his chest and stuff like that. And they were just having a good old time and, you know, enjoying it, licking it all off. She's like, I guess he didn't lick off all of the parts off on him or lick off all the parts on her or whatever. But now she got a whole vagina full of guacamole. And yeah, and they hadn't had sex since then. So the guacamole's just been sitting in there festering uh growing i, I don't know what, what 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 is the right way of saying this but she's been fermenting guacamole in her vagina for for a week now and yeah and it started to smell and it started to grow stuff um on it and it was a lot and it was a lot of it in there i don't i don't i don't it wasn't just like a piece or two like he was scraping for a little bit like and yeah it was all in there and I'm like oh my gracious like this is horrible and so then I had to get the wash and like you know saline wash and squirt it in there and he's like washing this out and as he's washing now you see all the green and the brown and the every bit like I'm not trying not to get graphics but you're seeing like all the extra bits that he couldn't scrape out of there so we had to use a whole like bottle of saline in there squirting it and squishing it out and swishing it out basically um basically dushing this lady's vagina from the guacamole right and then after we did all that we've noticed that her vagina was red and you know it, it was it looked like it had been it was infected because I mean her vagina had been growing mold and, and had had guacamole in it for a week so of course he's like well I need to see the have the gynecologist come in here and look at this and you know we're gonna see you know if you need to be admitted because you do have signs of infection in your blood um so yeah we're gonna figure this out and see you know health-wise he's like because your cervix does look abnormal now too and so He's like, I need to talk to, you know, a gyno, have her come down here and, you know, look at your vagina. Which she does. Our gynecologist does come down there. And again, I had to be in that room again. And the smell was less and it was better. Um, but it still smelled in there. Like that smelled stayed in there for a hot minute. Like, it, uh, whew, let me tell you. Um, Yeah. So she goes in there and she looks and she's like, yeah, you know, tells her this and that about it and had to put some IV antibiotics in her. She ended up um having to be admitted into the hospital and all this sort of stuff like that because they wanted to do some strong high dose antibiotics. And they had to put in like some cream and in there. It was a whole bunch of things that we had to do for her. Um And yeah, it was who I tell you so when my co-worker comes back and I'm telling him like yo it was way worse than a condom and I really wish that this patient was yours and he was like what and I told him what it was he was like guacamole and I'm like yes guacamole I'm like the girl in 15 has guacamole he was like what type of he was like now I've heard of fruits but guacamole he was like what is so arousing about guac? And I'm like, mm I don't, I don't know nothing about guacamole. I'm not on what old dudes on. Apparently, I said that's some new level stuff that I just can't get on. So he was just like, yeah, that's that's amazing. I I don't know. I I think I I think my 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 days of trying to be extra seductive are are, are different now because that's a young people thing. I don't know. I'm just telling you that was crazy because. Who, who has guacamole like i don't think guacamole and bedtime go together like it, keep them separate that, that's really the point of this problem keep them separate okay and if you are going to you know try to spice it up and put some guacamole keep it from the bottom parts okay keep it only at the top parts you know what i'm saying like the top parts is fine you know because you know i, I, I don't you want to put it on your breasts cool you know but don't put it on your lady bits That. Any any type of sugar or fruit or or I don't know, just no. No, it's a no. It's a no for me, okay? Now what if you do find yourself in a situation where you've gotten some something stuck in there, um, I do want you to know that it's more common than you realize. Like uh, we we get it a lot more than what you think, you know. The more common things are like uh, menstrual cups that are being stubborn and get quote unquote stuck or that you can't grab out or or, you know, tampons. You know, if a lady forgot that she had one in and put another one in there, you know, yeah, that that happens all the time. Right. Um, you get stuff stuck in there. It happens. It's a lot more common than what you realize. OK, um, oftentimes squatting does help. Um, if you squat down real low, um, squatting and bearing down, like if you're trying to push something out, that does help move it down, um, you know, a little bit more. But, you know, just just squatting does help because you got gravity and you got yourself squatting down. It, it does help. OK, but don't insert any object into your vagina to try to retrieve it like that's doing more harm than good at this point you know a lot of y'all do think that like oh let me try to put some tongs up there i don't know but i'm just saying like don't you're doing more harm than good you could scratch your vagina walls bruise it you could do you know a lot more damage you can accidentally cut it and it's a whole thing right um you could end up injuring yourself or causing an infection that something you know that doesn't need to now if something does happen to get stuck and you can't get removed on your own squatting doesn't happen you know, don't worry about it. These doctors today, the nurses, the nurse practitioners, you know, ER techs, the the EMTs, the, the everything, you know, all the medical professions. We've seen it. We've seen a lot more than what you think we've seen. And, and it's a lot. Okay. Your your ER and your, your the ambulance or whatever, you know, whatever place, you know, it's a no shame zone. Okay. Like I tell y'all all all the time, you don't got to lie to us. Okay? You don't. Okay, like the movie Friday. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. Like you don't. We're 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 not the police. I need I need to make that very clear. We're not the police. We could we're not gonna snitch on you, like unless you don't know. There's there's rules to that, exceptions. But we're not the police, you know, we're not judging you. You don't care. Like you want to eat guacamole out your pussy then go ahead i i, I don't care like I, I could care less like your lady bits is your lady bits like cool you know um there's no shame i, I don't i only really don't care about it it's gonna be crazy i am be like wow this is crazy they be like wow that's crazy but there's no there's no shame in it okay there's no reason to be shame about it you know you shouldn't let your ego and pride getting the way there's no need to delay a visit to the ER or to your doctor because you're embarrassed, okay? Your health is much more important than your pride in medical professionals who will not judge you or ask you too many questions, you know? We'll we'll just ask you, like, what is in there? How did it get in there? So we can best know how to get it out, okay? You know, we'll be able to remove it and give you additional care if need be without judgment, all right? Just come to us. We'll help you, all right? Don't worry about it. It's cool. You know, you want to, you got something stuck in there, we'll unstick it regardless of what hole it's in. Okay. I need to specify that as well. If it's in the front hole or if it's in the back hole, that goes for male and females, because a lot of male have their stuff in the back hole that gets stuck and they, you know, it it doesn't make a difference. Now I have a crazy story that I'm going to lead into that one of these days too, about something like that. But let me tell you. It gets, it's crazy there, okay? All right. As always, y'all, though I am a healthcare professional, I am not your healthcare professional, okay? None of this information should be used to diagnose and or treat any conditions. Please um see your healthcare professional for any diagnosis and or treatment plans. All right, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share and, most importantly, follow so you don't miss any episodes in the future. Bye!